Hey, what's up? This is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And this one's awesome. It's with Justin Clemens. He's a photographer. Well, he's not just a photographer. He's an amazing photographer. And I'm more than grateful that he took the time to sit down with me. My connecting to Justin is between two people that I've already interviewed on the show. One is John Fleming, the artist, an amazing artist. I'll put a link to his stuff below. When I was doing research prior to our interview, I ran across a couple photos that were just these incredible photos of John in his studio, and they were by Justin Clemens, and then so I started following his work. And then my good friend Kelly Adell, who happens to be an amazing artist and photographer, she mentioned that she was taking this course called That Photo School from Justin Clemens. My life has been a little chaotic, and I signed up for it. It's just, it's so spectacular. So those are the connections. And as I got deeper into the school, I realized that this is someone I want to talk to and someone that I want to share their story, as well as their vision and their passion and how they found their voice and all these different questions I had about photography. That photo school, I'll put links below to that. It's it's a very special course. There's a lot of online photography courses where you take classes and then that's it. Well, this is a community that Justin has built, a very supportive, amazing community. There's a private Facebook group as well as there's a course at thatphotoschool.com. But at the core, it's a connection with Justin and this group of amazing photographers. So you become part of a, a photography community. If you have questions that are business related, equipment related, lighting related, it's it's focusing mostly on lighting. And lighting is so key and so important. And I don't do the best lighting on this show. It's something when you see a great photo that you don't even realize that it's been lit the way it has been. And we go in depth about so many different topics within the photography world, within his journey and his path. He's done a lot of work for Texas Monthly and a tremendous amount of publications and brands. And he's, it's his work work is just exceptional and I know you'll stumble across it after you've seen this but moreover he's just a great guy and it's a fantastic conversation I thoroughly think that you'll enjoy this and get a lot out of it and be moved by his approach to life and to photography so again I can't thank him enough for taking the time if you're interested in photography and lighting especially check out that photo school he also has a co-working space for creatives called flock studio f-l-o-c-c which is, just sounds killer. If I, if I lived in Dallas, I would definitely want to be a part of that and take advantage of that because it's, it's pretty amazing. So sit back and enjoy this. If you're digging these, please subscribe. That way you don't miss out. I do about two to three of these per week. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. At the end, stay safe and visit your local barbecue joint. Thank you very much for joining me on this day. Yes. Everything sure. else is that the world is shut down. Well, how, how are you doing? How are, things, <laughs> how are things going? How is your mindset right now with uh, the way the world is and the way things are? Well, <laughs> it's an interesting time to ask. I mean, not just because I started to feel pretty optimistic with the whole COVID mm-hmm. thing and us kind of getting through it. But then, you know, as of last, last night. night, we kind of find out about Russia and Ukraine. And so I haven't dug into that really a whole lot, but it just kind of, again, makes things feel uneasy and just kind of weird. And like, what does this mean for business, for investments for the people over there for yeah you know like it's just so many questions it's it kind of feels like at the beginning of covid where Uh it's just all these questions and we don't have answers so it's just like this uneasy feeling yeah that and that was such a weird time i try to go back to that mindset and try to think of how i felt right when covid was was really breaking out and and how our our mindsets and then yeah it just feels uneasy and things could escalate things could maybe not and that's how we felt with covid we didn't know if it would be the end of society or civilization exactly it's really it's a a bizarre time so i appreciate you coming in in this head space but i i wanted to i wanted to talk to you because of your deep connection with texas your connection with 
Texas Monthly, but also with uh, with makers because I love to talk to people that are makers and I love to talk to mm-hmm. photographers and people that I'm always I'm always curious how people got to where they are today yeah. and, and at what moment they felt like they could pursue what they're doing so at, will you take do you yeah. remember like there's a, I, have a, I have a big list of questions but do you remember <laughs> your first camera or the first time a, a, a photograph inspired you and what made you go on this path that's yeah, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> so my parents always wanted me to go to college, of course, uh, get a degree. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just took a photography course and was like, I'll take one of these and just kind of see if I enjoy that. Um, really liked it, but I still didn't think I'm going to make a career in this. I actually got an old Canon AE-1 uh, okay. this film 35 millimeter camera. Uh, super cheap and it, back then I mean I was this is at the very beginning of 2000 maybe 1999 so in school we're still working with film and mm-hmm. printing and uh, developing and all that anyways can you still um, smell the the room that were you oh totally because I took a yes, class I took a course absolutely. in college I went to San Diego State and I took a like a ancillary class and it was yeah I could still mm. remember that smell so I think like my second class, I was just taken for fun. We got into the dark room okay. and seeing these images magically appear on this paper because you had chemicals and then you yeah. dry them and like it was just magical. And mm-hmm. so there was something there. And so then I was like, well, I don't know what else I'm going to do. I don't want to be a doctor or a lawyer or really like business right now. And so it's like, I'm just going to kind of continue down this path until I figure it out. And just got deeper and deeper and deeper. Was this an ins- inspirational teacher too? Not yet. Not yet. Um, okay. So that was at Collin College, which they have an amazing photo program. And then I went to North Texas okay. to actually get my degree in photography. And I never really felt like I was very creative in high school. I really sucked at art. I honestly <laughs> did. Um, but then there was something in going through these design classes, drawing classes, painting classes, figure drawing classes that I learned to just like loosen up. I think the problem was I tried to be so specific. Everything needed to be perfect. And I learned to uh, just be yeah. gestular and just kind of let things go. And then this whole side of me, this creative side of me burst open. Cause I never really felt like I fit in so many different crowds in high school, mm-hmm. but I didn't fit with the artist crowd either until like I kind of broke loose in that, I guess. Yeah. Well, um, because that crowd it's probably in high school was, deep into it and yeah, passionate yeah, totally. about it in a way that maybe you didn't because that's like I, I i've noticed that with yes. people and i've noticed it with myself too that sometimes people are so deep into something that it feels weird to because you feel yeah. like you're not ready because you're not in. there yet yeah 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 and then so at talking about the professor um towards the i think maybe my junior year my senior year uh my professor dorneth doherty she's absolutely amazing she's a big oh. deal actually in in photography so she pulled me out of class one day and she said justin you actually are like really good i think you you could have a career in this um you know like uh, let me help you find like a internship or something okay and just having her say that to me just like that confidence just that like someone believes in me thinks i could do this for a living uh, Cause I still didn't like see myself as a photographer. I saw myself as like in the industry, maybe doing something, but for her to be like, Hey, mm-hmm. you got something like you can do this. 
was massive. Like I can't even express how massive that was for me. She's so, still alive. She is. Yeah. Okay. We're still connected. She actually will still send some of our best students to me to really? intern for me. Oh, that's yeah, great. So we have a, a connection still, which is awesome. And, and that's, so. and that's the, the power of, it's amazing that that little thing, which isn't little, it's, it's actually enormous, but how that put you on that path. And I've yeah. al always thought about how people, when they call themselves a photographer, at what point do they feel comfortable calling themselves a photographer? And yeah. is it, is it once you feel, once you've gotten paid to be a photographer, is that when you feel like you can call yourself? Like, what is that i got what is That's that moment a good question <laughs> sorry I'm i i think, I thought a lot about this i have a lot well <laughs> i think um like in quotes photographer i think some people call themselves photographers before they should uh, i agree <laughs> i, I think agree. that's out there just because you own a camera that your parents bought you doesn't mean you're a mm -hmm. photographer you do photography um but i don't know i think there's maybe different levels of being a photographer yeah for me it's like, it's like it's your passion it's like what you do it's the majority of you know you making money mm -hmm. it's you know at a certain level you could be a photographer and for a hobbyist and enjoy it yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that but yeah, and you don't have to necessarily and you could be a really good photographer and have never sold anything it's just something that you really yeah absolutely like it's and it's funny too because i was thinking actually last night that i when I was, when I started rock climbing, indoor rock climbing, mm -hmm. wherever I would go after, like when I really got into it, I'd see climbing, like, well, every, every, like everything within eight feet or 10 feet of me, I'd say, oh, I can climb that. Like it was just, my mind would want to climb it or think about it. And then I, yeah. I, as soon as I got into photography really deeply, I started to think, you think differently, you see the world differently. And yeah. I'm sure you, you see the world completely differently at what point was yeah. that at that point was that were you starting to see the world differently and do you can i'm sure you continue to yeah that's a good question um not at that point i i think that came later for me i think there's so much learning and progressing that you have to do um getting into photography and so i got my bfa in photography and then i started assisting and so for three to four years my focus is like, how can I be a better assistant and learn all the lighting and, and take care of this photographer. And so uh, yeah, yeah. it, it, you know, a couple of years in, then I'm thinking, okay, am I going to be doing this all my life? Um, you know, I probably should be shooting more and building my portfolio up. So then I start doing that. And then once that kind of switches for you to, I just, I, it's not about helping other photographers or seeing photography, but like, I want to create really beautiful, amazing things. Mm -hmm. Then I think you start seeing the world differently. Um, there was a, a pretty significant switch for me where I'm shooting when I would get a job, it's just little editorial jobs here in town, you know, for like a hundred bucks or something, yeah. but I'm building my portfolio. And then I just take a, a zoomed out point of view of my work and I realize it all kind of looks the same. My normal thing is to throw up a big octobank at a 45 degree angle. The person's there. I've got it. It's done. Looks pretty. And then it's over. And yeah, I had some pretty images, but there wasn't anything that really grasped people or got people's attention. And then the switch was I'm like, okay, what do the other people I look up to? The Dan Winners, he's an awesome, oh, amazing photographer. He's one of my favorite um, people. 
he's amazing. I mean, so many like Texas monthly photographers, Randall Ford, Chris Buck, all these people, I would look at their work and be like, okay, they're doing something different. They're yeah. thinking through a photograph before they show up. They're yes. bringing props. They're thinking about lighting. They're having go-bys. And so then it changed to, okay, I'm not going to just go with an Octobank and shoot, try and figure it out while I'm on set. But now I'm going to like process, think through, bring props. Like, what's the story about? I want to visually tell the story for this magazine. Um, then it really started to like go deep in my brain. And that's, and that's what, and, that, and I want to get to talk about that photo school because I feel, or TPS probably as well as maybe <laughs> you sometimes well, you're texting it to somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, but I, I, I want to talk about that because once I started taking the courses and uh, for full disclosure, I'm, I'm not hundred percent in because I'm dealing with some stuff personally, but I, but I'm, I'm, I'm taking the courses and it's amazing, but I, I think that's good because a lot of people don't prep. I think people go even yeah. this, these day and age, especially in the barbecue world or the food world and just go and, and it's important to prep and to have go bys and to have yeah. an idea, a story. And I think that the photos that tell a story are the ones that are the most powerful and the ones Absolutely. that touch me more deeply. So that's, that's interesting. That I guess once, once your, your brain went to that, were you, so you grew up in Texas, were you always, Texas centric is that or were you flying were they starting to um yeah definitely majority is like Texas centric there was a time where uh my ultimate goal was to be nationally known like one of these photographers flying all over the place shooting mm -hmm. all this cool stuff and then come a time where I'm like why like it that was more about like ego mm -hmm. and so I kind of just like let that go I'll shoot for national magazines, you know, but it's usually when a national magazine is shooting down in like Texas or Oklahoma mm -hmm. or Louisiana that they'll hire me to shoot that. They're not gotcha. hiring me to go shoot something in Portland. There's amazing photographers in Portland. So I'm not a Dan Winters. I'm not a Chris Buck. And I'm 100% okay with that because I, I love what I do. I thoroughly enjoy it. I love helping other people progress and seeing their progression and, yeah. and they're getting better. And so I feel like my point of view on just kind of the whole thing has changed significantly. Um, all that to say, I'm not trying to shoot stuff in New York. You yeah. know, they've got great photographers. I love being home with my family. I'll travel some. In two weeks from now, I'm, I'm going up to Ohio. Actually, this is oh. a really cool shoot I'm excited about. Um, and I'm shooting for four days, a whiskey distillery plant uh, up in Ohio, which that, is freaking awesome. Oh, it's so awesome. Whenever I see yes. distillers now on like on TV or uh, online, I always think that would be such an amazing place to, to shoot totally. Absolutely. the woods and the shadows and the, exactly. Yeah. I'm so stoked. Oh, that's it. really cool. So, so I'll do little trips like that every now and then, but I'm not like flying all over the world shooting, you know, a ton of crazy stuff. But, but um, it's, it's interesting that that was at first an aspiration. That was something that you were interested. I think it takes a while to, and I think it was an email that you said today that you, you have to, to find your voice. Like, I still feel like I, yeah. and I'm, I'm far from a great photographer at all, but I feel like I have, I want to find my voice. My dream yeah. is to find my voice in photography. Yeah. And I'm sure like there was a moment where you found your voice and then, yeah. and, I, and, and I can tell <laughs> when I see a Justin Clemens 
photo now i did <laughs> yeah. it I, and, uh, and part of the reason why like there's two reasons why i know you i know you because of kelly yandel and i know the class because of kelly yandel and she's an amazing yeah. photographer and artist but she's i awesome but also john uh fleming when i was uh mm. <laughs> jed fleming uh when I, when I started to uh watch his work and then i saw that you had taken photos of him in his studio mm. so that's but i can now tell and your spaces, you do a lot of spaces. And I think, or is it, would you consider it, would you call it spaces that you do? It seems like that's um, a niche that I think you have my, a lot of people. My don't. niche, my sweet spot is like environmental portraits. Yeah. So it's, it's spaces and people, not yeah. just people on like a seamless, but people in their, in their artist space yeah. or whatever is what I, I just love. That's like, I just love that. And why are you gravitated towards that so much? I don't know. That's a good yeah, question. Was, you, was, you mentioned like, yeah you said like you know you could tell it's a justin clemens photo or whatever like i never i was always jealous of people because i felt like they have this style or whatever and i don't i always thought man that's that's totally a you know whatever but then someone told me i think an art director or photo editor i was talking to they were like justin you like totally have a style mm -hmm. i'm like what is it i don't know what it is so yeah, I, I don't think, know if I can put my finger on it, but it is. Yeah. There's something. I think you you shoot what you love. Mm -hmm. There's certain things you're going to be like drawn to if it's, you know, dramatic lighting or if it's, I really love to light where it doesn't look like it's lit. I love mm -hmm. it for it to look natural, but I'm creating this whole environment. It's very like cinematic, you know, like it's just like a kiss of light over here when mm -hmm. I don't like to blast light, you know, everywhere. So anyways, um, People say I have a style or I have a look, but I I don't ever intentionally go into something thinking, oh, I got to stick to my style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kind of shoot what I enjoy and it naturally comes out. And it seems it's it's cinematic. I think that's maybe that's part of it, part yeah. of it. And not always yeah, like cool. it's but it's but there's something cinematic. There's a cinematic quality and it is. Yeah, it is the lighting. And and that's also too that <laughs> this is going to be all over the place. But hopefully people that are <laughs> most people that are watching this are interested in the photography. There's a lot of people that are getting cameras now and and yeah. i and i want to get into too like a little bit of your gear just but sure. lighting, i didn't realize until i took this course and i could thank kelly there thank you is i didn't realize about how important lighting was and yeah. the nuances and how and i now now when i see people like shooting a pit room or shooting something and i see their light i see like a, a go dogs or profile like something i'm like wow like like something really expensive too i'm like wow that's guys kind of correct that but it's uh <laughs> but i do see that how important it is and i could sometimes see like oh they should have probably put another light there or done something or put mm. some kind of diffuse like some, yeah so i never how so when did you realize that lighting was was that when you were interning that about lighting is that when you really started to i think yeah when i was interning and then assisting i realized that all these amazing photos that are in because i assisted this jc penny's photographer for a long time oh. i've assisted this editorial photographer adam fish for a long time um, Andy Klein, Stuart Cohen. Hmm. So when I started to realize these photos in these magazines on, um, you know, these JCPenney's catalog that my mom gets, you know, we're looking through it and I'm like, Hey, I was there in that shoot. You know, oh, that's she's so like, what? That's crazy. But when I <laughs> that realized that crazy. those aren't just pull out a camera, take a photo, yeah. you know, like that room didn't look like that. That room looked horrible until we added lights. And so just to understand like when you're looking at something on tv on magazines yeah. on a billboard whatever 
almost all of that is is carefully created light by light by light and to create a photo that's really beautiful and gorgeous i'm not against natural light but i'm for having control of light yeah sometimes god's light isn't perfect in a place (laughs) Or, or you go into a dark church and the tungsten light is horrible and so you have to paint with light you know you have to like recreate it and i'm all for just being in control yeah that makes uh, of that, my art and that makes all the sense because you can't control the light and, and i've seen there's been that because you have a lot of videos on your site and you, you'll see where the light changes i think that well there's that one yeah. where you're, you're playing with light and you're showing one light and then trying to use natural light and if there's clouds or there's things that come it's you have a lot more control and that's i guess yeah. that's in the end to control your vision right yeah absolutely and that's the one of the big big things is going into a shoot like what's the concept what are you trying to say if it's a story about this woman that lost her husband in a i don't know a car accident you're you don't want it to be super bright and poppy right you you want to like get that feel that emotion and so if there's a bright sunny day coming in the window that doesn't really like tell that story Mm -hmm. so you use your lights and you bring some drama in it you change the light to where it's a little more of a blue tint you know and and then maybe you have a warm peak of light coming in from the shades that she's looking at a little bit of hope but you control that whole situation um, and the whole mood of a photo my goal is when someone's looking through a magazine that my image stops them and they're like oh whoa what is this and then they want to read about it you know this is what one thing i tell my subjects is like we're on the same team i might have some weird ideas but just know I want people to read about you. I want Mm -hmm. people to hear your story. And to do that, we have to do something different. We have to do something creative and interesting. And so I want to visually start getting people down that track of your story. And then they're going to read about you. I keep thinking of going back to Rolling Stone covers and how Mm -hmm. they would sell the magazine itself. It was the... Yeah, totally. Like because of, or at least, and I was a subscriber because of that. And then... It was so it was it was interesting and then the article could be completely different than what you had seen in the cover yeah. but it, but the power of a photo and and i don't think i realized Huge. growing up how powerful photos were and when i took the course at san Diego state i remember we went to the zoo one day and we all took photos and i remember taking a photo of a, a child's shoe i probably should have taken a picture i should have got permission to them but, but i was taking a picture <laughs> and the, the shoe and you could see the kid kind of diffuse in the background or uh, bokeh but it was just it was really there was something special and it's just amazing yeah. how a little how a photo can have so much power and do you yeah. still get chills from photos that you take and you i've like you take a lot of photos like i want i i get like there's a moment in a shoot that i hope for every time and that's when everything comes together and works out like I tell my, my students in that photo school, if you show up early, you have a game plan, you have go-bys, if you're prepared, you show up to the location, you set up your lights, you got plenty of time to set up lights, test it on an assistant. And so your photo is going to be good no matter what, because you took the time, lighting looks great. You know, it looks good. But if your subject comes in, and is really fantastic and wants to be there and, and has good movements and stuff, your photo is going to be great, not just good. If your subject gets there and it's just like, whatever, let's get this over with, 
you still got a good photo. Mm -hmm. So that moment that you've set everything up, you love it, you love the concept, subject comes in, they, they play real well with it, or their outfit is just awesome. All these elements come together. Then, man, I'll get the chills. I'll like just feel like you're in this zone and you're just shooting, creating beautiful, gorgeous art. And, and those are the moments I like live for. Uh, you know, that just everything comes together and you're just creating, you're just creating really beautiful stuff. And it's like almost out of body. It's almost sort of religious or something. It's just so, totally. and, and, and then it feels really good at the end of the day. And, and it's funny too, because I didn't realize that people like connected their camera to their computer and they're running things through. And then I actually didn't really realize it that much until I talked to, you know, RJ Hinkle. Yeah, so, he's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I talked to him, and he's and it and he does stuff with like huge teams of people. Like it's yeah, I didn't write, uh, but it's I just didn't realize how much because he said sometimes like you're just staring at the computer and you're not even really even. It's just mm -hmm. sometimes the process changes, and it's sometimes it's just nice just to be shooting with a camera and yeah. But it's I just didn't absolutely. I, there's a lot of like behind the veil things that I didn't quite understand. There's one yeah. thing that I don't want to forget to ask you that yep. death row story mm. that you did is so it's 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 hard to look at sometimes it's just because it's yeah. so powerful and how did that come yeah. about and how was that it's not it's not hard to like people can i'll put links below to that because i want people to see it but it's cool that come about dude that was uh that was wild that was for marie claire um uk strangely enough like <laughs> wow. marie claire wants to do a story on on this but um yeah, they called me and it was down in Huntsville, uh, went down there. Main story was on this one young guy. And then I got uh, some shots of this other guy that that was a part of it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, that was weird, man. I, it was it was strange going into it, knowing that I'm about to photograph a guy that in two weeks is yeah. not going to be on this earth anymore. Like he will be dead in mm -hmm. two weeks. Um, so and then my assistant for some reason his paperwork didn't go through so he couldn't come into the the oh. place with me so it was just me and my equipment and I only supposedly was going to have like i don't know it's like five minutes with this guy or something or maybe 10 minutes to set up equipment and to get shots with him so it was just rushed i had to like take all my emotions out and mm -hmm. just like just set them to the side and think i've got a job to do Visually, I have to look at images. I have to find the composition. I have to get lighting. So that moment, I had to just like get out of my body, out of my yeah. head and shoot it. And then I'm talking to him on the phone through the screen, you know, just saying, hey, okay, we're going to do this. Hey, nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, you're going to look up here, look up there. And he was like the most polite. Yeah, I was wondering how what, what his demeanor was. Kind person, which really kind of flipped me too. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, he seems he, he like looks my an, neighbor angelic or something. It's there's something. It was so he feels weird. Like, like almost like he, there's like a, a calm or a peace or something. Totally. Yeah. Which, which I was hoping to kind of pull out and not see this gruff, angry mm -hmm. person on, on death row, you know? So anyways, we shot, it was pretty quick. So and then in the, in the end, I was just like, I, I felt all the emotions and, and, but at that moment I had to just, pull myself out and like look through my viewfinder yeah, and just focus that's so which is weird. interesting in photography like i feel like once you put that camera to your face and you're looking through this this viewfinder 
that's all you see. I, I kind of understand like war photographers. They're all these bombs and gunshots are going off oh, yeah. around them, but they're there and they can just kind of separate themselves to where whatever you're seeing in this viewfinder is all that matters. Like nothing else is happening around you and well, you're that, just like yeah. getting the shot. It's and that actually kind of sells photography in general because we're so distracted. We're so, yeah. there's so much going on. There's so much in life and to yeah. be able to calm and focus on something and try to find totally. something or find it, you know, the harshness or whatever you're looking That's, yeah. that actually, it's I like, about. uh, you know, I got these, like these, the new AirPods where they have noise canceling. It's like that. You put them in, mm -hmm. you put the noise canceling and it's just like, zoom, like mm -hmm. it just, you could just focus. You don't hear all these things around you. It's just like, whoa, you put your blinders on and that's like all you see it. It's like that, like and visually though. And it's kind of nice to get there because yeah, you're not there all the time. Now let's, let's talk yeah. about like, what gear do you use Canon or do you use? Yeah. I've always just shot Canon. It's yeah. with the people that I assisted shot and I just kind of followed in their footsteps. Yeah. 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 That's what I, I used to, but it's, it's something yeah. because I think a friend was using Canon. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. I started, but then, but then you start to, if, for people that aren't familiar with maybe just shoot with their phone a lot, it's once you start using something, you become familiar because they're all kind of different yeah. in their own ways. Yeah. Like shooting with the Sony totally. would take a, a learning curve, even though it would. Yeah. And you have all the, the lenses for it. You have, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, like you become totally cool. change. It is like crazy expensive. It's, it's like Apple. Like they get you like you're once you're in, <laughs> yeah, in, exactly. their, in, in their universe, then you're just kind of stuck. In oh, ah. you're a lifer. Yeah. <laughs> you, but you I've wanted to, to I've been curious. I've wanted to go to the, to the um, AT&T is what I have here. Not no sponsor, but I, I would, I, <laughs> I wanted to go to the store and see like, can I get like a Google, like on my plan just because I know there's some better phones for photography or for low light and yeah. if it could sync somehow, but God knows if <laughs> there's no way, yeah. <laughs> but I don't even know if they I can figure you. it out. <laughs> yeah. So let's exactly. talk about that photo school. That's, is this something that you were always in and this and flock studio too. I want to talk, I want to make sure I talk about those two things and yeah. your favorite barbecue places and you said you drink a gluten because this is a barbecue thing but uh what you're because you said you're a gluten-free family right yeah yeah totally we have to be okay all right so, so that, uh, that photo school what, what's that all about yeah so it was during covid you know a lot of sitting at home at the very beginning just thinking through yeah wondering what was life gonna have, yeah, life but also for yeah. your career because your career involves exactly being, yeah. so basically shut down everything of course everyone knows that but anyways came to a point where and i've always kind of thought through this but like there's so many photographers out there great photographers that learn by just picking up a camera and shooting for years mm -hmm. and now they're great at what they do uh getting jobs all that but i just realized how few people actually know and understand light and then i thought there's a a pretty huge barrier there you either have to like go and get a degree in it you know pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to go and get a degree or the other option is watching videos online yeah and that's like like scrummaging through <laughs> a thousand youtube videos so yeah, no, and 10 percent of them are good mm -hmm. and you waste so much time yeah or you buy a, a set of videos from someone um, and there's 10 videos and that's great, but what if like you don't understand this part or don't understand this or whatever, there's zero yeah. connection to like the teacher. Yeah. And so I thought, man, I feel like there's a gap here that, that I could fill.
because that's the, I feel like my specialty is I just love lighting. I love controlling lighting and sculpting with light. And then what if I created this class where you're watching videos, but you're also, we're also having critiques. You also have an assignment. And then I'm talking about your images saying, oh man, this is awesome. This is cool. What if you thought about this? Yeah. Did you have problems with this? You know, and we, it's so much more of an interaction with me because I'm there the whole way. Yeah. You can contact me. So it, it's, I feel like it's bridging that gap and it's, it's not expensive. It's not like you're going to college, no. um, but you have this connection with the teacher. But it's enough money to make you want to pay attention to like it's just it's just enough that yeah. like because <laughs> if if it was ten dollars a month or something you would be it would be and it's a month and it's a monthly thing totally. it's are there three different because there's foundation there's advances there's yeah. something else i'm i keep trying to yeah exactly out. <laughs> so it's kind of like i didn't know what how to set this up or anything at the beginning no, it was that. so much like work i just knew what i wanted to do and so setting up like Kajabi is like the program that it's on that you okay. go through. And so there's all these, I had to learn how to use cameras, like video cameras and microphones and what works and what doesn't. So and there's this process. And- <laughs> yes, exactly. StreamYard and yeah. Zoom and all this stuff. So, you know, you get through that. I forget where I was going with this. Oh, I was asking like the level, the different levels that people can. Yes, yes, yes. So, so at first it was just, I'm going to create a weekly video, one piece of content a week. And then we're going to be talking about it and have a private Facebook group or whatever. So that's how it started. Mm -hmm. But then it's kind of grown and changed. And so just to explain it, it's four months is the foundation. And you walk through lighting, how to use equipment, kind of all the tools. And then there's an eight month uh, if you want to continue on. And that's an advanced course. And then that's where you kind of learn how to control light, how to tell your story, you know, through light. And then you can just continue in what we call the community. And that's basically just a simple, like, it's like having a studio mate, like mm-hmm. you're just there. Um, you're not getting one piece of content a week, but it's more like the relationship. You still have art or creative projects you got to do. We're going to do a, a in real person, like um, art show where people are going to send oh. in their, their photos. We're going to have it here at flock. I'm going to invite a bunch of my photographer friends and, photo That's editors great. and art directors and have this really cool show where they're looking at your pieces and we're trying to figure out a way of having them comment on your pieces and give you like encouragement uh-huh. That's so, so that's a part of like the community i also have like office hours is what i call it where you could schedule a 30 minute time period with me where if you're you know some of us as we're growing in our photography and we have a big job it's like i don't know how to bid this i'm nervous i don't you know like so you could schedule yeah, 30 minutes with me. Yeah. To just say like, Hey, what do you think about this budget? How could I do this? What do you think about lighting? And, and you so just these, have the so this is my office hours, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, uh, you're almost But so, so for people to under, to get their head around this, they sign it's an, it's, it's a website, but it's yep. also connected to a Facebook group, which is a private group. And then on, and on the way, and there's, and there, then there's also uh, specific uh, projects that are due yeah. within a week or two weeks or three weeks or however. And, yeah, totally. and, and, but what's, I want people to understand when they sign up and because there's a waiting list, right? There's, there's a, well, we only open it up every six months. Okay, so you can sign up okay. on the waiting list and then yeah, I'll yeah. let you know when it's coming up. Yeah. But it's also these critiques because I've, I've looked at, I haven't looked at all of them, but I've looked at them because I haven't had the opportunity, but 
uh, when you, they're very, very supportive. The groups, yeah. the group of people are, they comment on the, on the different photos you comment. And, and it's, so it's so, something that people, I don't, I think some people are also nervous and also, uh, to be honest, I would be nervous too, yeah. to show just to, cause you're, you're, you're opening yourself up to totally. discussion about something that's like within your soul. So it's, it's something yeah. <laughs> that you put a lot of time into, yeah, totally. but it's, it's not a, it's so people that might be wary of that. It's not that, it's not that way. It's not something where you're going to yeah. feel like, you know, flayed at the end. Like I, when I missed when I got out of school was kind of that accountability mm-hmm. of not having something to do or something expected of me. Mm-hmm. I miss critiques. I miss people talking about my work and being inspired by other people's work. And so that was something I definitely wanted to put in here was here's an assignment. This is how I shot it. You go shoot it. You have three weeks and then we talk about it. And talking about it is like 95% like positive and encouraging. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then there's like a little bit that I do like to say, Hey, like, did you just, did you think about this? Or next time you do this, you might think about this maybe it's better maybe it's not but it's very like friendly encouraging but still pushing you mm-hmm. you know yeah and also like the facebook group is very supportive yeah. and they and it's a way for people for other photographers to connect with other photographers and like-minded totally. people and then connect with their instagram and with every with social media with, with life and you have people yeah. come in for shoots that's sometimes uh, something that you offer like you'll have you'll offer up that i'm going to be doing this shoot or this this critique yep. or something i'm not critique but you do something at your studio yeah and it's like a that, workshop yeah yeah if you're especially around, as covid starts to yeah even get better i'm sure things will change yeah absolutely and and in that group i mean it's amazing because like people like pass jobs on you know like they can't do it and so they're like hey like you know jimmy your work has been yeah. awesome like you know, can you shoot this? That's you're in the same city of, yeah. I am or whatever. Yeah. So it's just a place I loved it. There was a big difference from when I got out and was trying to shoot on my own. I was, a, as photographers, we're just lonely, like yeah. by ourselves, <laughs> feel like <laughs> everyone's competing. But then I, I got into the studio. There was five of us guys, amazing photographers, Matt Hawthorne, Scott Slusher, Andy Klein, Will Graham. And we all just like encourage each other, help each other. I would see Scott go shoot something cool. And I'd be like, dang it, I got to go shoot something cool. So th- having that is that's what it. I that's want to ins- create. Like, you know, in that photo school is I think like, you have that camaraderie. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, I feel that's like it's an, and someday, someday you'll be seeing my stuff and I'll be <laughs> sitting. Don't <laughs> be scared. <laughs> oh, maybe, oh, maybe this will be, maybe this is my entree to like going to one of the, the cocktails and catch because you even have like cocktail yeah. and catch up thing where you have just, just, just chat and, and catch up and you don't record those. Those are just something that you do yeah. for, uh, and, and, and also exactly. for someone that's, in, that's really into photography that doesn't know lighting, that's great. But also that doesn't understand the business, you discuss yeah. a lot of the business aspects and totally. all the stuff that's on the website resides there forever. That's something that's, yeah, you can absolutely. always go back to. I've gone to things multiple times just to get my head around and there's, and it, it's expensive for lighting, but also there's ways to do it on a less expensive level to start out. It doesn't have to be like getting light light oh, yeah, purchasing the actual equipment yeah, yeah totally yeah yeah some people think you've got to like go and buy the pro photo stuff for like thousands and thousands oh. of dollars and you know there's a lot of gearheads out there and i'm not about that i'm as long as you have the tools to control the light that's what matters mm-hmm. and so sure if you're shooting sports 
you might need to get these lights that have kind of a fast, you know, like sync where you can do high speed sync or whatever. Yeah. But most people don't need all that. You know, you get yourself a 400 watt Godox light or something, and that's mm -hmm. plenty for you right now. And then you just slowly build up. You yeah, know? that's just kind of like you would with a camera too. You would just, you know, have yeah, exactly. to buy a $4,000 lens to take great photos. Yeah. It's, no, yeah. I advise people don't go. Buy <laughs> yeah, actually don't. Because that'll make yeah. it really sad. <laughs> you're in debt and then you're like, you're trying yeah. to get out of debt. That was one thing. One of the guys I assisted early on, one of the wisest things I got out of it was he said, don't go into debt getting into photography. Like as you're growing, you of course get a camera, maybe get a light, but then when jobs come up that need more, just go rent it for a while, yeah. you know, pay 50 bucks to rent it, charge it to the client. But don't go get into debt, you know, buying. A that's bunch great. Of I was going to ask you what your you felt like your biggest piece of advice or big, biggest mistake would be, and that's that's great advice. I've done. I've rented. Yeah. There's like a, there's a lot a lot of lensrentals.com. There's a lot of different places yeah, totally. online, and you can rent for a week, and it's it's not as expensive as you think. And they send it to you in an awesome, really great box, and it's all bad. Yeah, and, and, it, and it's fun to play with a special like a lens for a week, and then realize you know that didn't work. I'm glad I didn't spend that money on that. Right? Yeah. Or help Absolutely. to aspire to that. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's, I just, I mean, maybe just a year ago, I've been shooting for, I think, 18 years. Okay. And just a year ago, I bought, finally bought a, uh, um, a wide angle lens, a 16 to, <laughs> what is it, 16 to 35, I think. Because when those times, I usually don't use those. When they would come up, I would just rent it. And then finally, you know, 17 years later, I buy yeah, one. Uh, just because I'm like, Okay, I'm shooting for this one client uh, enough to where it makes sense if I just buy it. Uh, Is that for that airplane company? Yeah, that's okay. uh, yep. yep. Was it called Millionaire? So, uh, millionaire. Millionaire. <laughs> well, yeah. Mile so I'm shooting. Yeah, <laughs> these uh, these jets that you have to have a wide angle lens that to makes kind sense. of shoot the mm -hmm. whole thing, um, and it just I tend my photos I don't like to shoot where. It's like this wide angle. I'm usually shooting with my 2470. You know, maybe I'll use my 85 if I want some really shallow depth of field. But um, that's I your like things lenses, like your 2470. Yeah, man. I use that probably yeah, 90% I use it all of the time. Because yeah. for me, it's not about getting like, I feel like it could be a crutch if, if all your photos is just like super shallow depth of field. It's like kind of a cheat, mm -hmm. you know, like the subjects in focus, everything else is out of focus. I like to use the background. I like to, you know, like this, like the video right now, I mm -hmm. like to have good composition and have something here and have something over here. And, you know, like I'm using it as a tool to tell the story, the background. I don't want to just blow it out and just be about the person, you know, it's just one of the ways I shoot. I yeah. like to shoot a little bit wider and have the background be a part of the story. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's interesting how, different photographers have different ways because there are people that just you could see but it's it's just the subject it's just a subject yeah and the back totally. yeah that's, that's, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that you know like oh, i'm that's not a saying style. that's all bad it's just yeah a style and i like to to get a little deeper into it so yeah. if someone's listening to this and they're interested in using <clears throat> you is it just would it be the best way to get a hold of you through your website or through your is your phone number on your website is that yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, my email is definitely on there. I think my my phone number is on there. Yeah, when you um, texted me today, I forgot. I'm like, I didn't remember that I even. 
<laughs> yeah. I had to find it because it was just numbers in, in my phone. And so I was like, oh, I think this is Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's kind of the the better way. Um is people do people email. come by Flock Studio or is Flock Studio a private studio that you guys all have? Or? Um, so yeah, so Flock is it's a co-working space for creatives. Okay. So of course I don't mind if people come by, um, you know, swing by and say hi or whatever. But it's a, a space where people have offices and we're it's not just photographers, a bunch of photography, a bunch mm. of video, a bunch of painters and designers and illustrators, oh, just all sorts, which is amazing. Yeah, I love it. Um, but we always have people just swing by and, you know, like yeah. hang out. So that's totally fine. Are there still other spaces available for people now, or is it something that we have? So the, the bigger office spaces are totally full now, which is great. Um, but we have like open space available. So okay. I think it's like a lot of people don't have studio space. right? Yeah, totally. So we do have a studio here and that's a part of the membership is if you have a membership here, I think it's, man, I want to say it's like 250 or something like that for just um, a oh, oh, membership space. Of, okay. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, if you're shooting in the studio and it's not a paid gig, you're just building up your portfolio. It's mm -hmm. totally free. Um, if oh. it is a paid gig, then it's half off for membership. Um, so it's really great. That's and cool actually enough. you can use all of my equipment um, as well. So my equipment is here. Wow. And then if you're just shooting a test, building up your portfolio, I let our members just use my equipment. And so you oh. have access to, $30,000 worth of yeah. equipment, yeah, which is a pretty good. big deal, you know, if you're starting out. So yeah, we, wow. we do that as well. Do you find yourself working with a lot of people, like when you're a big team, when you're doing shoots or is it more, is it job specific? That's a good or? question. I, I don't like to, I like, it's, I'm, it's probably just yeah, my personality. I don't know if I no, I like just me and an assistant, maybe two assistants okay. rolling in and, and shooting a magazine story. Um, I'll shoot some advertising every now and then, and then I have to have like my hair and makeup and my stylist and digital tech and all these things. Yeah. So I can do that. It's just not my like comfort zone. Um, I, I kind of came through the ranks with, uh, Matt Hawthorne. He's this amazing photographer. Yeah, he he a, a you interview him on this. On the yeah, totally. So he shoots for Nike and Gatorade and all these big companies and he loves it. He loves having a 20 person set and all this stuff. And I just don't. It's a different kind I, of pressure too. It must be just. It know. is. Yeah. Now, have you, have you love, ever done a shoot? I've always wondered, have you ever done a shoot? And then it wasn't safe. I guess you're always backing up somehow. Are you always like backing up through the computer? And then are you putting it on yeah. a hard drive? Because I, I one time worked on a project at the Academy Awards and somebody was running the, the cards and they lost yeah. or they put them out of order and someone they were formatting the oh wrong. Oh my gosh. Ooh. And that's like, yeah, a that's, you that's, capture. that's the nightmare. Yeah. Usually I'm shooting, um, editorial stuff. I'm usually just shooting to camera, mm -hmm. um, because I want to move quickly and I want to change things and, uh, change locations. So then when I get back to the studio, I'll download it and I'll back it up on two yeah. hard drives and do the whole thing. Yeah. Um, if I'm shooting a bigger job, I'm shooting tethered to my laptop. And before we leave the location, that's backed up on a hard drive. Yeah. Um, so I do multiple ways, but but have you ever had majority that of it? have you lost good photos ever? Um, I don't want to jinx this. Not stuff, on but. a job. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, not on a job. I have had in one of my old studios at the very beginning of my career, someone broke in and stole my hard drive, 
oh. and I didn't have that hard drive backed up um, and in a different location. So I lost probably two years of work oh, that's uh, a shame. just like that, which is horrible. Cause that was like the beginning. Like I'd love to just go back and, and those look photos, at those yeah, photos, yeah. you know? Well, so that happened. To surprise yourself. And then also to just to say, like, see how far you've come. That's, oh, that's. A yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So since then I've learned the importance of backing up two different yeah. systems, two different locations. Um, I've had a back, back, um, I've had a hard drive fail. Uh, fortunately, I had it backed up. So yeah. you learn pretty quickly. Don't <laughs> don't just have yeah, one. <laughs> um, you know, like one set. Yeah, of, like don't um, just keep it on the computer. It. I've learned that with this yes. too. Like I've done. Yes. And now back it up, like on a hard drive at the cloud, like I do. So that way, totally. Because you know, yeah, yeah. catching what we've done like, again is, and I've had to like I've had to restart it, and then I've recorded for like ten minutes, and then I realized I wasn't recording somebody else. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did that when I first was learning, like in in teaching that photo school. I recorded this whole thing. I had like a video person out there, like two assistants, a model. We did this whole thing. And then because I'm learning audio, we finish it. Everyone goes home. I listen to it and the audio oh. sucked. It wasn't there. Something was happening. Mm -hmm. So I had to redo the whole thing. And it was just like, oh my yeah. gosh, this kills me. It's, it's, it's um, terrible, especially too, if you feel like you've captured some moments that are important. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I've done that with this too, like audio, like I listened to it. It was like, just sounded like it was like tires were screeching in the background the whole time, or it was just a really <laughs> hollow, really hollow, weird sound. And I felt bad for them. And I, I try, you can get a bunch of programs online to try to clean up the audio, but yeah, it's not, I'm not, a, it's not the same. And it's also not my expertise. So it's not something. Well, yeah. So what do you love about Texas? Man, I love, I, I'm kind of a, um, I love the mountains. We always go to Colorado, um, mm -hmm. like, you know, in the summers for a couple of years. Gorgeous. My granddad has a cabin up there. He built 40 years ago. Oh, wow. I'm not, I like the ocean too, but there's something about Texas and just the like wide open like space mm -hmm. that for me and my personality is just like comforting. Granted, I live in Dallas and that's <laughs> yeah, not so much. Uh, LA, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when I go out, out to West Texas or to Marfa oh, or something like that, and I just to of. like be there in the desert kind of area and as you could just see forever is just, um, I love that. Some people don't like the desert, mm -hmm. but I, I really love it. So there's that. I love the people. I feel like, you know, something people different. are just kinder, slower mm -hmm. paced here. Again, that changes a little bit in Dallas specifically, but Texas overall, people. I know tend a lot of people. I know a lot of really nice people that are that live in Texas. I mean, excuse me, that live in Dallas. That yeah, 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 yeah. But there's yeah, but I I hear that, and there's a lot of nice people in LA. But there's just certain yeah, yeah. I yeah, I think people here will tend to like stop and engage in conversation. A lot of places, LA or New York or something. Everyone's like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. That so, surprised me the most about Texas. Yeah. So people will take time to kind of help you out or chat or whatever. So um, I like that Dallas specifically, it's good, like business wise, yeah. you know, there's like a, there's a whole lot of work here. Uh, tons of businesses that are growing and expanding. And so uh, that's a good thing specifically financially about being in, yeah, in yeah, Dallas yeah. is there's just a ton of new businesses and work. And, and it uh, seems like so there's a lot great. to photograph 
across and it yeah. and it's so diverse texas is so diverse that you can go totally. to, to so many different places and there's like things are so different and so many small towns and yeah you have to get out, out of la or have to, to see that yeah that's what i love that because when these national magazines will hire me sometimes it's in dallas but sometimes it's in fredericksburg or marfa oh, yeah. or you know whatever and so i've been to marfa i think like four or five times on assignments and i love going out there and wow. so that's one of the coolest things about being an editorial photographer is you always are in a different place meeting someone interesting and cool and hearing their story and so in in texas because it's so big national magazines will usually hire someone from dallas or a big city to go out uh, and yeah. shoot something you know so um so that's nice yeah there's other other barbecue places that you adore i mean austin is is pretty bomb on barbecue places franklin's really good um is there a place like close by that you like a like go-to place that your family would go to close by in you? dallas yeah uh so we have lockhart's that's like yeah maybe three blocks away um they're a good place uh pecan lodge is amazing they i don't usually if i'm going out to get barbecue it's like lunch and i don't have an hour and a half to stand yeah, yeah. in line so i don't usually do pecan lodge my mom lives in mckinney and we go to um hutchins barbecue yeah, yeah. which i have been very impressed with uh it's like really really good and strangely enough a kid i went to high school with it was his family um, oh really and he took it over so i know the guy that owns it and so that's always kind of fun it's like that's that like niche that i love to shoot mm -hmm. i love to shoot glass makers and whiskey makers and yeah. artists and so i love just it's a different culture mm -hmm. you know and i love having a little glimpse into these cultures i shot um these catfish noodlers in oklahoma for i remember um, seeing it. i forgot what it was for and it was like so out of my wheelhouse like but i absolutely loved it i went and met with them at their house and they take me to the gun range shooting and then we go out in this like in the red river catfish noodling and they're like pulling out these huge catfish wrestling them and it's just so That's where you stick your arm in a weird. hole right yes you, yeah. yes well initially you stick your foot in the hole and then if a catfish hits your foot oh, then that? you know something's in there and so then you go down with your hand and, and pull them out. There's a, there's a whole thing of that. I get the whole. There's it a, is. Yeah. It is. But that I love just having life experiences like mm -hmm. that. You know, like I just and it gives you like it gives you that opportunity. Expands my you, mind. Yeah, because we should all be growing. We all should be learning. We should absolutely. Be, yeah, it's a curiosity. You know, mm -hmm. like sometimes we just get set, and like life just kind of continues on, and you just stay in your little bubble. But man, just having that like curiosity and seeing how other people live and change early on, I think like right out of, out of school, I went to uh, Israel for two months um, and that just expanded my mind of like, the world isn't just America and it's just not American <laughs> really? culture, which, you know, growing up, that's kind of what you think, mm -hmm. but then you get over there and it's just like that sort of like mind expanding experiences that I just want to continue my entire life. Just that's like crazy. set myself up in weird situations, you know? And it seems like that with that photo school, you're really giving people an opportunity to hopefully expand their, their vision of the world and their experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And just see the possibilities like with, yeah. you know, lighting specifically, like 
people don't really realize what all you can do with it and mm -hmm. think if I just had a camera, I could be this photographer and you can, but you're also always going to be limited until you, that's why like in the first part of that photo school, I mean, it's like a whole month of just understanding the concept of life. Yes. So I'm not teaching you turn this on, put this here, put this diffusion on. Mm -hmm. We're just thinking, understanding, dissecting photos, like just understanding light. And then once that, that like foundation is put, then you could build on top mm -hmm. of it. But you really need this like foundation of just yeah. understanding light. And you have videos where you're for 45 minutes shooting something, changing f-stops, changing the light, changing yeah. the, yeah, and, and sure. so, it, but, and seeing where things go, like it's, it's yeah. really, really, really helpful. And you're making mistakes along the way or not mistakes necessarily, but you're seeing yeah. like things are too dark too light. It's, it's totally, it's really, really helpful. I just, and I, this isn't an advertisement as much as it's just something an endorsement because it's, it's, it's very unique. I've taken, I've signed yeah. up for a lot of photography courses online and it just feels like they're telling you a bunch of stuff and then that's it. And you're gone. Like, yeah. good luck. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's important for photographers or really anything you do to realize when you're looking at the professionals images in a magazine or whatever, that they don't just walk up on set, take a photo yeah. and that's it. Like there's a whole process. So mm -hmm. when your first shot, it's going to be horrible. My first shot on location with a subject or whatever, it's going to suck. But the, it, that's the importance of understanding light is because then you look at it and you're like, okay, what don't I like about this? How am I going to tweak it, change it? And then you shoot again and then you shoot again. And, you know, so it's like, you're building this thing up, but the, the understanding that professional photographers are taking really bad photos until it's not a bad photo mm -hmm. and that that is okay because some people get on location and they're shooting and then they start stressing out because this photo doesn't yeah. look good on their camera. And I tell people, my students, just like slow down, process, think through what's happening. Mm -hmm. What do you want to happen? So even just that understanding that yeah, we all have really bad photos every single shoot until we yeah. tweak it to where we like it, you know, as a and, you're, and, and, and bad environments or not yeah. optimal environments and Absolutely. you're turning that environment. I think that's that goes along the exactly. lines, the same lines. It's something that, and that a lot of times people maybe would think, well, I'm just going to shoot there, but you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the cool thing is you go into these locations and it's horrible lighting. But when I go in there, I'm not looking at lighting because I'm going to change the lighting entirely. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at colors. I'm looking at textures. I'm looking at composition. And then I'm going to create the light to where I mean, almost all the time when I, when the subject looks at the photo, I'm like, oh, you know, like, what do you think? This is kind of what I'm doing now. Like, what in the world? Like, <laughs> like how that that's this place because <laughs> oh, I'm, that's so you good. know, like making the light, like whatever is in my head, you know, I can do lighting wise. So that's great. Well, thank yeah, you, Justin. Nice. I don't, I don't like, we've spoken for an hour and I, I appreciate it yeah, 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 so much, great. but I appreciate it. No, it's gone by really quickly, but I, I just, to wrap it up, what are all the different ways that people like we can go on for and maybe we'll do a part two in six months or something. But yeah, what are all the different what are all the different ways for people to get a hold of you and sign up for that photo school and all that? Yeah, sure. So um, my photography stuff is usually most of it's on Instagram. Um, and that's just at Justin Clemens. My website's justinclemens.com. Feel free to email me, yeah. Justin at Justin Clemens. Very easy. Um, that photo school is thatphotoschool.com. Uh, you can get on there and just see all about the school, yeah. sign up on the wait list or whatever. 
Um, and then Flock is just flockstudio.com. And that's the co-working space of cool. creatives. Awesome. And then is the, is the Facebook group just private right now or is it something? It is. It's okay, just okay. for the yeah. members of that okay. photo school. So great to, to just chat with you. And uh, thanks, ma'am. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. All right, we'll bye. see you.